less than 1% of business professionals actually write and publish a book. However, 86% of that 1% earn all of the money within that industry. That blew my mind. And I was like, whoa. So when I wrote this book last year, I thought, I wonder if that still, you know, it's nearly a decade if it still stands. So I randomly Googled 10 businesses, and yes, it does still stand. So when you do write a book, it's a very small elite group of people that in your industry that you're going to do it. Now, I know at the minute, like every man and his dog seems to be writing a book. They may do, but they're not doing anything with it because they think it's about book sales. And it's categorically nothing to do with book sales. Yeah, you're going to make some money with your book, but it's just a leveraged tool to start, build or grow your business. And that's it. Right. So very few people write a book. Of those that do write a book, many of those books go nowhere. <laughs> but if you follow a process such as what you're describing, actually you put yourself in the brackets of being one of the highest yeah, you... able to make the biggest contribution with the skills that you have. Yeah, and it is, it's not about the money. Welcome to the Biology of Business, where we talk about the anatomy and physiology of a business so you can apply your clinical reasoning skills to your business reasoning and create a healthy, sustainable, impactful and profitable clinic. I hope you enjoy listening and subscribe. Welcome to the Biology of Business show. Today we have the pleasure of being joined by Kevin Long, the Kindle King. Kevin is from Baby Steps Publishing. Welcome Kevin, thank you for joining us today. Thank you Kate, it's a pleasure to be on your show. So from sunny Portugal. From sunny Portugal, absolutely, you're living your dream, you've made it happen, you've got out to Portugal. Yeah, one week I've been here now and it's just I love Wales, where I've come from. Beautiful, but it's not sunny like this, and I love the sun. <laughs> and yeah, you just mentioned you're going into winter, and it's 23 degrees. Yeah, it's it's awful. <laughs> so got a, well, a Welsh summer in November in Portugal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well done, you. Well done. So, Kevin, you mentioned you are the Kindle King. How have you become the Kindle King? Well, it's back in 20... 2008 or 2000, I should say, I was a property investor. And as many people have, I lost everything because of the crash. And I sort of fell into publishing because I've always been, love what I do, you know, love publishing, love reading, and, and I love helping people no matter what I did in life, you know. And I sort of got a, a bit of VAT back, that's for people who are not in England. Um, and I invested it in a course because I'd lost, I had lost everything. I had 64 pence in my bank account. No credit because I don't believe in having credit. Um, obviously, you need it nowadays <laughs> if it's just a credit score. So I invested in this course and got ripped off. And it wasn't great. But one of the things from the course that I did learn was how to write a book. And then it took me four and a half months to write and it flopped again. And then one of my mentors in America said, I wouldn't have put my name to that book if it was rubbish. It's a great little book. So I did it again. I learned how to do Kindle, which was brand new back in 2008. And as they just say, the rest is history. Over the years, I've built a system feedback from business professionals. We help visionary business professionals grow their companies by writing and leveraging a book. And we've had lots more now. I think about a month ago, we had our 500th Amazon number one bestselling book for our clients. And we've built 76, seven, eight, nine figure business for our clients in everything you can think of, from single mom and dads at home to people with disabilities at home, 
blue chip companies, CEOs, doctors, attorneys, um, accounts, and everything in between. So it's just, you know, I'm very blessed to be able to do this. It took a long time. Um, and like I say, I just love helping people. And with what's gone on in the, the world the last couple of years, with the pandemic, there's a lot of things which have been highlighted. Um, and people are starting to realise now as well. So that's that's how I become the King of King. My mentors gave me the name. I used to be, because even though I go on these shows, I go all over the world speaking, I am an introvert. I'm, I'm quite shy. I don't mind it when the, the, the you know the limelight's on the other person. I'm good with that. But even this is like new to me. And I've been wearing these, not the same one, but I've been wearing these t-shirts for about a month. And I really had a physical thing about it, like because it's me. And I'm thinking, I don't want people thinking that. You think it, but it's not. It's your branding, and that's and that's what it's about. But I'm okay with it now. But it took me a little while, as with the Kindle King. <laughs> so just go back a moment. You say you wrote a book. Things you got to the bottom of the barrel then, in terms of being sixty-four pence in your bank account. Now, a few years later, you're living in Portugal, absolutely having made your dream happen. But just go back to that book. You mentioned you wrote a book, and it flopped. But it sounded like you got the confirmation that it was a good book. It was the publishing process that you did. Yeah, it was yeah the publishing process. I mean, Kindle was brand new. I basically, with this course that I, that I invested in, because I will always say to everybody, even my coaching students now, you should invest in yourself. Find someone who are where you want to be and invest in them. Obviously, do your due diligence, especially now, beforehand. But I wrote this book, and it, I say it flopped big time. And one of my mentors, who's a New York Times bestseller author, he said to me, Kev, what's happened there? So I don't know. I couldn't even look at him, Kate. I was thinking, oh, no. So there was a site called the Warrior Forum. People used to put products and services on there, make telephone numbers, and they still do. And I know the owner now very well. But back then, obviously, I, I didn't know. And he said to me, have you heard of Kindle? And I said, no, I said, what's that? He said, you know Amazon? I said, yeah, I know Amazon. He said, Kindle's going to be like the, the, the next big thing. It's like digital books. And I said, right, okay. And I thought he was going to ask me for money, Kate. And I thought, don't you dare ask me for money that I haven't got now because I've just spent my tax money on this course that I've been ripped off on. So uh, anyway, I'll let, he said to me, look, I don't want anything for it, but I've got like six or seven people who are doing like $100, $150 a day. Not massive, but it makes a difference. Use the course, just give me a testimonial. So I did that. I republished the book. I learned to Kindleize it, as I call it. I learned to Kindleize it. And the exactly the same book that flopped, I kindleized it, put it on Kindle, it went to number six in the bestsellers, and I was like, oh, wow. So then I did then I did it again and I did it for, for a few people. Um and I got I was getting regular number ones, but only in Kindle. Uh, just in a Kindle digital version. So that's hence that's where the Kindle can come from. And then again, you've got you know, professionals like yourself were saying, Do you do this, Kevin? Do you do that? I was going, No, no. And I thought, hang on a minute, why don't I do that? So then I met somebody, I was in Florida, and I wasn't talking, just at an event, and she said to me, why don't you come back with me? You, she was publisher. She said, you you show me how to do Kindle, and I'll show you how to do physical books. I was like, okay. So I went back, spent a few days, and that's how I got sort of two products in digital and physical books. And now I do, obviously, marketing, ghostwriting, and everything now. So it's just a process that I'd learned, but I am... I'm very anal actually about processes and systems. I, I, I'm intricate details. If they, if you, if they work, I use them. If they don't work, I get shot. And that's how I built the system up. So yeah, it's just a system that that was, was probably in place, but it's just that I've refined it over the years for for 
whatever normal is, but normal guys like us, people I work with, mainly consultants and, and normal you know, everyday people um, who have a sort of facility, usually their town or their city, maybe the country, but the internet, as you know, is a great leveller and we help them build a global brand still working from their house or little office with, you know, no staff or a few staff like me. So that's really interesting because, like you say, you got to the bottom of the barrel, 64 pence in your bank account, put your tax into this course. At the end of the course, the only thing you felt of value is I've learned how to write a book. You write the book yeah. and then it flops. But actually, what you'd written wasn't a flop. It was just having that refined process, yeah. just knowing the system in terms of how to get the most leverage or the most mileage out of what it was that you had created. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the magic word, leverage. You know, I, I'm an Amazon publisher. I'm the oldest Amazon publisher now, actually, uh, which is very good. Um, but I just love the leverage because you know you've got uh, obviously uh, Amazon is all over the world, and you can you can make your brand a global brand just by using Amazon, and you can you can get your book, publish your book, and send it all over the world using the leverage of Amazon. That's a great thing. So, Kevin, tell me, why is it important for people to to write a book? Why does it why does it matter? Okay, I mean, as I've said, I work with business professionals, but obviously, I work with people you know who just want to write a book. It's not all about building. You know, that, that's what this write, build, grow is. Write a book, build your brand, grow your business, and that's what it's about. Now, over the last, you know, I mentioned this on our call, probably a couple of hundred years now, we we've been in the industrial revolution, and we all of us were taught, certainly older ones like me, we were taught. All over the world, go to school, get good grades, you know, go to university and get a career. It's broken. It's a broken system that doesn't really work anymore. Now, obviously, you know, if you if you if you're gonna be a doctor or, or you know, physiotherapist and like that, you need them credentials. But people are looking for results in this last couple of years since this pandemic, or two, three years, however long it is, um people have come to realize. The reason the system doesn't work is because you now wherever you are in your business, in your career, in your job, we trade time for money. Now, and, and as I've already told you, this has happened to me on a, on a few occasions. It doesn't matter what income you've got coming in. If you don't go to work, you don't get paid. But if you, like, you know, I've had personal friends that have lost jobs and now they're only in their 40s, they're too old to get jobs and that blows my mind and this is where the transition as we speak probably three or four months now is happening because people are using the skills that they've picked up over the years and they're doing online products so their books and audio books and video courses and we help do all that type of stuff because challenges that people have in, in you know in the uk they got the same in australia and africa and in america and everywhere else but when we go to sleep at night our income stops. But when you have online products, you create them products once. So when you go to sleep, there could be somebody in America, you know, with a challenge, would pick up your book, for instance, and go, wow. So you really can make money while you sleep. And I don't like using that because it's banded about so much and because there's a lot of fraudsters out there, you know, but I live my life with integrity and that's what it's about. That's why I love helping people after all these years, 15 years nearly, doing what I do so it's important the transition use your skills you know I, I, as, as I've already said I, I've worked with people and the last three months it's been crazy um ADHD dyslexia people who have got mental health challenges I work a lot with charities as you know um and I love to help them because we've got such a simple simple system that works 
anybody can write a book. And yeah, so it's as simple as that. You, you touch on people that perhaps might think they can't write a book. And certainly within my world of physiotherapy, dyslexia is highly prevalent. So that I'm sure there'll be many physiotherapists listening to this cringing at the thought of writing a book because we're very kinesthetic learners typically. But what you're saying there, I understand, is really anybody can write a book and you have a process that helps keep it simple to make it yeah. allow people to express themselves. Absolutely. And we only point, you highlighted it for me. I love feedback. You know that when people do have dyslexia or dyspraxia or anything like that, you know, I am so excited with what I do. I love to tell people, but I didn't understand till you said, and, and, and two or three people have said that the same sort of thing is that their brains don't take things on. They're sort of like... And it's hard. So now on some of my calls, and that's why when they fill the form and as you did, I, I get a little, if they say they're, they're dyslexic or anything like that, I understand. So I slow it down because, you know, you told me for one, and then other people have said, I really love that call, Kev, because my brain is wired to go all over the place and you made it super simple. And that was good for me, because like I say, feedback, and anybody who's had a bit should listen to feedback, and it's good. But yeah, we have a system that's super, super simple that anybody, you know, I've got a 16-year-old to a 73-year-old that have written books, you know, and it's a simple system that just works, and we've done it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. And do people need to worry if somebody's using your process? Do they need to worry about where they put the full stops and commas and the grammaticals and the spellings? Not at all, because obviously people say to me, I mean, there's lots of people, not just business people, there's just people who've said, you know, I've had a book on my hard drive or I've had it up here for years, but and I say, you just don't have a process. But what we do, again, it's feedback. You know, we, as it says on my website, we don't just publish a book. We don't just publish a book. So once you've done your manuscript, and I don't mean that, that all the grammar's right, all the spelling's right and everything else, because it doesn't happen. If you're happy with how it is and that, that you've put you in the book, that's super important, you've put it in the book, we proofread it, we format it, we edit it, we market it, and we publish it. We also do you a sales video for your book. We show you how to market your book so you don't have to spend any money. Now, I've already said this to you. This is a massive, a massive thing. One of the first questions people ask me, they said to me, how much money are I going to make from your book? And as I did it to you, I look at them and I say, nothing. And they go, oh, why would I make money? You're going to make money from the book, but it's not about book sales. And the reason I say that, as I've said it to you, there's more than six thousand brand new books every day go online and i say this all the time every day on the calls and it blows my mind so whichever country for example you're in the uk if you didn't spend a thousand pound a month just marketing your book you won't you won't make it make a difference in book sales and as i say it takes seven and a half months to get if you get a 10 percent return when you use our system, you don't have to do that. I've got corporate clients. I've got famous actors and actresses and sports people who do do spend that money because they can. But I'm I'm more concerned about people who 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 just want to write a book. So I show them a little process that we do, and it takes them ten minutes a day. We sort of supercharge the algorithm, not to get too technical. And then if they just do these two things twice a day, 
they'll never have to spend money, but they will get regular clients if they've got a business to their book. It's like a little referral system. And as you know, if, you, if people refer people to you, the chances of you signing them up because of your relationship with that person is over 90%. But if it's someone you don't know, it's like going up into a street, you know, and saying to somebody, can I take you for a coffee? And they're like, oh, you weirdo. But obviously, when somebody says, oh, I'm such and such his friend, which is like, oh, yeah, it's different. And that's what I say when you write a little book. And again, another myth, people think they need to write hundreds of pages. No. I mean, one of my books is this one. You can see it's not War and Peace. This is what my clients, between 80 and 100 pages, super, super simple. It's just a business tool, that's all. And this one, Seven Reasons to Write a Book, is why my clients have said to me, they're the seven reasons why if you have any type of business where you want to start, build or grow a business, you need to write a book. And, and you can get that. If you come on a call, I'll send you that free of charge. Um, so I'm understanding, so, yeah. if I'm listening to you correctly, that having a book, if you own your own business, you own your own practice, is rather like having a brochure, but it gives you extra credibility because this, people will recognise that you've put the effort into actually creating a book rather than just creating a brochure. So it's a piece of marketing material that allows people to get to know you before they buy from you your 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 primary product. I mean, yeah, again, the process, we, we, we talk about the process. It's this book is an extension of you, it's value. And as 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 I've said, you know, to, to, to many people, there's two parts to a book. The, the first part is obviously the, the information you're trying to coach people or teach people or want to pass on to people. And then there's another part, which is I'm not religious in any way, but I'm super spiritual and, and I believe in, you know, the law of attraction and everything else. And when we meet someone for the first time, I'm an NLP master practitioner, but I've been doing it for decades. But when we meet someone for the first time, we only have 35 seconds now to make an impression with them. You know, it, it, only five years ago, it was four and a half minutes. Now it's 35 seconds, you know. So it's in, it's imperative that you put your on your book. Now, at the start of any book, and even if there's anybody on there that's already written a book, you can still do this and update and change it. Because I have many published authors who come to me and, and they, they do a republish this. And the first part is why, oh, why I wrote this book. So that's your story. This is you connecting with your reader for the first 35 seconds. And as I've said, you know, on my course many times, there's probably tens of thousands of people doing what you do, but nobody's walked in your shoes. This is your journey to share with people. And as I always say, we deeply care about the results from our clients, especially now, what's you know, what's going on in the world. But the second chapter is why you should read this book. And that is a little bit about you. When they make that connection, that is it. But the most important part of the book is obviously you, is the products and services that you offer on in your everyday career or business, you know, even if you want to start one, uh, that gets put at the back of the books and it's other products and services. By the author that is what they call monetizing your book you know and that is how you start building to grow your business we help you create the book and that's just the start but because you've got you at the front of the book you've got questions that can help your clients in the middle of the book then it's a bit about you personally about you that they can check you out do their due diligence and homework which you always should and then at the end of the book there's products and services for the next step because as human beings we always want that next step but when you pick up a book and we're all we've all done it when we're reading a book and it's like oh this is great and we get to the end of the book and we sort of go oh 
bit deflated. I put that last section in because that is the next step. You do, most people say, oh, I don't see if you wrote another book. But it's not about that. If you've got, and certainly if you've got challenges and you've gone, hang on a minute, Kate does this and she does that and she does this and she does that, or whoever, it's the next step. You will get people contacting you for your services. And like I say, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of testimonials. And I've asked people to, if it's happened to them, to put it in the testimonials. Now, don't just listen to me because, as, you know, as I said to you, I can be the best salesman in the world. I'm not. But I believe in integrity, doing your due diligence. So if you're listening to other people, and I even get people, it's only happened sort of three or four times in the last probably 12 years of the 15 I've been going. But I say to people, if you, we've got permission, if you want to speak to any one of them people in them videos, we'll give you the number. You can call them, ask how Kevin did, you know, ask how I did, ask how the company did, and, and how's the system working? And you know, like I said, there's only three or four, I think, over the last decade or so, but I always tell people about that. So, Kevin, you mentioned that 6,000 books are published every single day. Yeah. But interestingly, I know surprisingly few people who have published a book. So um, I think you mentioned to me once before that of the number of thought leaders out there, it's only 1% or a tiny percent of people that have actually published a book. So although it can seem a huge amount, 6,000, there's also an opportunity probably within your niche. Oh, it's a massive opportunity. Massive opportunity, Kate. There's two things. I, I told you this, and I quite, when I came out for a couple of months at the beginning of the year, it was my very last course, a lady from uh, Idaho. And she said to me um, about uh, authors, and I'm always open-minded, and she said to me, um, you know that less than 1% of people who do write a book actually only ever sell more than 100 in the lifetime of the book? And I was like... Wow. And obviously I check, I still do my duty that whoever tells me, so I don't say or do anything that I haven't done myself. When I checked it out, it was quite upsetting in a little way because people sometimes take, they can take months and months or years and years, not using our system. You can do it in a, fort, in a fortnight pretty much. Um, but I just thought 700 copies. That's really bad. But I was in Florida in 2012 before I started speaking in stage at that same event and my mentor said to me, here's one for you. And this is you know, touching on your question, that less than 1% of business professionals actually write and publish a book. However, 86% of that 1% earn all of the money within that industry. That blew my mind. And I was like, whoa. So when I wrote this book last year, I thought, I wonder if that still, you know, it's nearly a decade if it still stands. So I randomly Googled 10 businesses, and yes, it does still stand. So when you do write a book, it's a very small elite group of people that in your industry that you're going to do it. Now, I know at the minute, like, every man and his dog seems to be writing a book. They may do, but they're not doing anything with it because they think it's about book sales. And it's categorically nothing to do with book sales. Yeah, you're going to make some money with your book, but it's just a leveraged tool to start, build, or grow your business. And that's it. Right. So very few people write a book. Of those that do write a book, many of those books go nowhere. But if you follow a process such as what you're describing, actually you put yourself in the brackets of being one of the highest yeah, you, and able to make the biggest contribution with the skills that you have. Yeah, and it is, it's not about the money. I mean, a lot of people, this misconception, they chase the money. Don't ever chase the money. And I've tried for years and it, you never catch it. But it's not about that. When you, when you realise, when you come in alignment with what you're doing, and a lot of people do, 
they still don't have a system. And it's about, like you say, adding value to people's lives, taking them from where they are to where they want to be, or it could be a million miles away to, you know, where they want to be. And it's adding value. And that's why I don't charge for my calls and my mentors still scream at me and say I should charge, but I never will. You know, and you've been through my system. I do not sell. I don't believe in that at all. I'm all about relationships, but I add value to people. I give them the tools to go and do it, even if they don't come and publish the books with me. I would say I'm not bothered. Yes, I want them to because I want them to use our system properly. But I still say, there's the, there's the book template. There's the video. Go and do it. If you want any questions, come back on a call and answer it for you. Most of them come back and get their books published with me, but some of them don't. But like I say, when, you've, when, you're, when you're a business person, because people say, why should I pay you, Kevin? Just go to YouTube. And I go, absolutely, you can. Don't just go to YouTube. I'll give you some videos. However, a little caveat, you, this is your business. You never get a second chance of making a first impression. If you want to go and do it half, and you said a swear word then, <laughs> half backside it, with your business, if you don't treat your business seriously, it will not work. We don't just publish a book. We'll give you guidance and a shoulder, you know, support after the book's published. Now, obviously, I've got another coaching company. That's, you know, and my goal down the road, maybe three, five, ten years down the road, is to coach you on my coaching program but it's not about that i've got to add value first i've done it for hundreds and hundreds of people i've done, not done it for you it's about building our relationship up you know and that's what it's about i've had a i've got a book now at number one called the henker effect it's a lady lovely lady and she's got a massive organization called the henker organization all over the world and her books just hit number one and she just said you know, she was a little bit i don't know anyway it's come and she's just said this has blown my mind. She's got great reviews already from industry, you know, gigantic names in her industry. And this is what it can do to you. It's not just about starting, building or growing a business. If you've got a business, it really will take you to the next level. Because, and again, please Google it. The number one way to build authority is to write a book. Because it takes the emphasis off of you. Because if other people are downloading that book and buying that book, and it becomes a bestsellers, and it does when we do it, you don't have to say, am I great? I don't mean that from an egotistical way, you know, about what you do as your, as your skills. So, yeah, that's it. And with trust being so, well, I think over the last couple of years, people are, there's a lot of, well, there's a lot of uncertainty, still a lot of chaos. So if you're owning your own practice or you're owning any business, actually building trust with your potential clients is vital. And one of the ways that you can do this, as you're mentioning, is to build authority and build credibility through having a book. And that's stacked of the only 1% of business professionals or less than 1% of business professionals actually write a book. Yeah. But 86% of those who do... Earn all the money. Earn all the money, which means they've added the most value to people's lives that they they want to serve. Absolutely. And like I say, getting new clients. No, no. And there's very few people. I speak to people, as you know, every day. Um, they, we hate having to... And I don't even like the word help for business or get new business. But well, like I say, when you when you do write a little book like this, that's your lead magnet. You know, people, because you're in that book, they will connect with you because, as I've already mentioned, you're in it and questions you're in there. All you need to do, I guarantee it. And like I said, again, it's one of the things I ask people to put in their testimonials. They get We get two or three new clients every single week from Amazon, again, leveraging Amazon, you know, 
they organically find our book and they go through our little process. And when you write a book, that's your little process via ours. You will get people calling you. It's like a referral to say, and all they've done, because you've done the due diligence, and they pre-qualified themselves for your last chapter, which is your everyday business. So you, all you, and a lot of people say, all we do is like mention how much it is, and that's all we do, because they've already, they already want the service. You just have to clarify a few things and talk to them, and that's it. And it sounds really easy, and as they say, if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. It's not in this case, and like I say, don't take my word for it. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds on my site that have done it and doing it every day. But what's really interesting is going back to where you started is that you can sit and write a book. Maybe people that are listening have one sat on their laptop or have one in their head and they get it out or they record it and then transcribe it, whatever. Yeah. But without the process of publishing being tried and tested and proven, your book will flop, as in yours did, or highly likely to flop. Whereas yeah. you need to know what the the process is to be able to yeah. optimize the return that you get from the efforts that you've put into creating your book in the first place. Yeah, and, and, and that's exactly. It's just having like all the, you know, the companies that we've helped build seven, eight, and nine figure companies. They've already had the companies, but they've not had a framework. They've not had a or they've not had a framework in place with with a book being the foundation of their business because the book is the foundation of the business. You know that's one product, and I've just said another way is to build another product is an audio book. Just sit there with a good microphone and 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 read the book. That's another product, and then you can open a PowerPoint presentation, copy and paste page one onto slide one, and since it's there, read your book again. That becomes a video course. My clients sell that for. Pounds or dollars between three and five hundred dollars or pounds every day of the week, all over the world, not just in their little town or their little city or their country. That blew me away when you described that to me, Kevin. I know. That people will pay good money to yeah. listen to you read. I've, that just yeah. blew me away because I was thinking for all of those that are parents out there, every night when we're reading bedtime stories, and sometimes it does get a bit tedious, especially if it's the same story on repeat or the yeah. book's going nowhere. Yeah. But, you're actually practicing creating your own audio book. Yeah, exactly. And the thing, the thing about it as well with this, this is our mindset. We we're always stuck in our own way. We don't think I'm one of the most positive people out there because, I, as you know, I'm very blessed to have the two or three biggest mentors on the planet for the last forty years. I'm not just my mentors now, my friends, um, and. You know, they've taught me so much over the years, but I still never used to value my experience. And we don't because we don't want to, you know, be sort of aloof, oh, yeah, aren't I great? Because it's not about that. It's it's about adding the value. But I said to a lady last week, she publishes in January the 14th last week, she's done consulting for 37 years at a high level with with c you know c-class people in organizations and the course was 300 pound and i was like she said and i really struggle and i said it's about value people will look at that professional people look at that and think that's not up to much i told her i said do this test I won't tell you her name yet because she'll be out after Christmas and she'll probably tell you a story herself. She stuck a zero on her course, okay, so it's a £3,000 course. I told her a little, couple of little principles to do it. She sold two in three days because, because the perceived value is more. Mm -hmm. 
and that and it's the same course it's the people and again it's it's our mindset that keeps us back at times you know i you know i'm not academic i told you when i call left school when i was just over 11 um i don't advocate that to anybody but it it didn't hold me back it hasn't held me back i get results you know i'm still not academic i've got an apprenticeship i'm a carpenter by trade and i'm an nlp master practitioner i'm happy with that because my results what matter to me and since this pandemic Results are what people want. They don't necessarily want someone because, you know, we spoke on our call. I get many people, at least one a week, you know, they, they say, oh, I've spent £3,000 on this course and eh, I've got a certificate. And I'm thinking, oh, no, you're not a coach. You're not a coach. You've just been ripped off. And I'm not saying they're bad courses because they take you do take some things of it. But you you know, you're a business professional for many years. You've got to put 10,000 hours in. You can't do it in 20 hours to get a certificate and think you're going to make a fortune. It's not going to happen. You know, and I've been called out loads of times and I say, prove to me it doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, it's, about about the, it's about the outcome. People yeah. are now looking to buy an outcome. Yeah. They yeah. want the outcome that you can deliver. So it's about yeah. you making sure that you deliver an outcome and can prove that you can, can, can deliver an outcome. Yeah, and that's it. And I give it away because people say, again, my coaches, I love them dearly, but they're not me because I, you know, I'm super spiritual. Like I've said, I don't believe in competition. I've had four people build publishing businesses, and my brother goes, Matty says to me, What are you, what are you doing? Why are you having people to be benevolent? Because the universe provides enough for everybody and some. The birds don't fight over different things. There's different trees and things. It's, there's abundance everywhere and everything you look at. Material stuff, you know, psychological stuff, everything. And that's how I, and it's always been good for me, you know, especially now. So once you get over that and if you can accept that, it's, it's so much easier. Life is, life is great. A bowl of cherries, as somebody once said. It really is. Like a box of chocolates, that's it. I mean, how, how important is it that, I mean, the... The, and I don't know how true this is, but it's something that I heard once or picked up once or maybe even more than once, that J.K. Rowling, when she was writing the Harry Potter series, was writing the books, knowing that the, the, that the person buying the books were going to be the parents or the grandparents of seven to nine-year-olds. How important is it when you're writing your book to know who it is that you're speaking to and who it is that's going to be buying the book? It's super important. And by the way, just about Jake, obviously, I, I, I don't watch TV or read newspapers and stuff like that, but I, I'm very interested in people's lives because I'm a bit nosy as well, and I'm very honest about it, but I just love people's stories. She got rejected 149 times before she made it famous overnight. You know, and it took her 12 years. And so many of my my, my mentors the same. Um, but it, it is super important. They call it an avatar. You're sort of perfect customer, you know, a, a man or a lady between 25 and 50 six foot two they have a corporate job and they have a, a, an income of 60 grand or whatever the more you know but it's like anything people I, you know i go fishing i go fishing a lot and if i want to go and catch a big fish i go to a pond where there's big fish i won't go to one where there's little fish and it's where they congregate and i use the church sort of thing if you want to learn about religion you go to a church because that's where people who are like-minded go to congregate. So you find out what your avatar is or your perfect customer or your future client or client is, and you find out where they are. Now, the easiest way, I don't I call it face ache, but Facebook, I don't really love my, my staff do, but I really don't unless I'm posting videos or you know, fishing things. We're all 
uh, subscribe to groups in our industries, most people anyway. That's where our clients are. But people, and I don't mean go on and sell, 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 sell. Again, you start off, you add value, answer people's questions. And then once you've got your book, you can then say, because you're adding value to the group, you know, the moderators love you doing that, then you can say, oh, by the way, I've got a book coming out in, in three months. Then people are going, oh, right, your audience is right there under your nose and people, they don't even know it's there. And say, this is what we teach people. We don't just publish your books, as I say on the site. We don't just publish your book. We give people a system for nothing, you know, as you know, and we give them tools to go and do it. If they choose to do it, it will work 100% of the time for 100% of the people that use the system. And that's it. And that gives me great joy when I see that. Well, now, one of the other things that um, I'm sure many people that commit to writing a book are concerned about when it comes to the publishing process is that the book retains their voice and it doesn't get completely pulled apart and totally rehashed by the editorial process, although I'm sure everybody will appreciate some refinement and editing and spell-checking and reorganisation of their words to make sure it's not just making sense to them, but at the end of the day want to ensure that the book still retains their voice and their personality how does that that is and that's what i said about the first two chapters why you wrote the book and why you should read the why they should read your book and i've got a famous famous people um who who've published with me now they were one traditional publishers but over the last 15 years i've only ever met three editors i edit the books myself that they're very manufactured not to tarry on with the same rules or judge anybody it's just how it is you know that's how it is they have a very manufactured way of writing a book. It doesn't include your voice. Now, it's imperative, I don't use that word only in this context and a couple of others, that you are in your book. You, if you don't make that connection, you may as well go and write a white paper and give it away for nothing because you ain't going to sell any books. But if you put you at the front of the book when that first page is open, you make that connection, make yourself vulnerable, but in a good way or as much as you want to make vulnerable, it's your, your control, you have to put you in the book. With the words on the page, they're not connected. They want to connect with the reader, or, sorry, the writer, and that's you. So it is super, super important that you put you in the book. And like I say, we take care of that. You know, when we edit it, we we do a thorough editing, but it's only light because we don't want to take it. There may be things where it sort of hits a brick wall, so we'll change a word or maybe even switch words around or add a little bit to make it flow. But we never take you out on the book because it's your book. But on a legal side, any changes that I make to, to your work is my work. And that's just wrong. And I, I, I publish for, for attorneys and lawyers all the time. But it was someone very famous on, on our Good Morning Television who told me that. And I was like, no, because he sent me his book. It's just all over the world now, a massively famous book called Shut the Duck Up. His name is Pinko, and he went by his own. Well, he's the girl on Good Morning Television. And his book shut the duck up. When, it, when he got it back from a, another book, back from a publisher, he just sent it to me, literally got an email to me, and I opened the book and I was like, I don't understand all this. What's all this? And they chopped bits out of his book because that's ours. And legally, it was. But it doesn't matter if I make changes to your book or we make changes to your book. It's still 100% your copyright, your words. 
And if anybody goes looking at other publishers, two things, that the royalties you get come directly to you, and the second one, that your intellectual property rights, that's for the Kindle versions or digital versions, and the copyright remains yours even if the publisher makes changes. That's really interesting, Kevin. So what you're also perhaps um, describing is what we're seeing in the media and that independent media is growing um, because more and more people are getting interested in not hearing a manufactured voice, but an independent voice. Whether you agree or disagree, the fact you're hearing an independent voice and you're describing similar then in book writing that actually there is a demand to hear the original source's voice because people buy from people and connect with people. Yeah, because I, I mean, not not to go down the politics route. There's, I don't think that none of them can lay straight in bed. But at the end of the day, um, it's about our voice. You know, your life should be about integrity and helping others and things like that. And we and we do as people, and certainly in, in your case and in our cases, we do help them. And people want a voice. They want someone they can trust. But a lot of the time. They just want someone to listen because is that they're crowded out by voices from all sorts of people and even professional people that all they want to say is they just want to do that. Just please listen to me. Make the connection. Listen to me. And when you listen, two ears and one mouth, you know, listen more than you speak, that's when you, when you listen, you get feedback, and that's when you can think, ah, yeah, and you can take some, one thing from that. And that's all I've done over the years is took one thing from that person, one from that person, and, and put it together. You know, like I, I mean, again, I can use the analogy, if you've got an organisation, you know, they have systems and processes in place. Now, I took my the systems and processes from my mentors, which are worth tens and tens and tens of billions. They've got hundreds of companies, and sort of squished it down and, you know, moulded it into whatever normal is, but normal guys like us who can have a system, because if you've got a system, you can drag somebody literally off the street who knows nothing about your industry, say, this is how we work, this is principle, step one, two, three, four, five, six, and in six months you think, well, they've been here, they've been doing it 30 years. And that's what it's about, and that's all our system is, it's a system that works. I mean, the systems that don't work, there's people that will try to sell you stuff that don't work, but you'll waste money that's why it's important to do your due diligence but yeah that, that's all it is having a process yes that's really interesting because so many small business owners and small practitioners will be worried that oh it's only little old me who's interested in little old me but actually there's a lot of people interested in an authentic voice that's got credibility and got integrity and all you need to know is what the system and the process is to optimize the impact that you can make with 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 your voice it's not just little old me you you no. do matter and what you have to say matters you just need to know how to get it out there yeah and that's and like i say with the book people in america people in australia they've all got the same problems we just talk different that's all but they've got the same challenges so you're you know we all have fundamentals in our industries which work everywhere and that's it well there's a question do the s's get turned to z's or the z's <laughs> <laughs> we leave A's and E's or just turn it all to E's yeah no it's it's, it's crazy like I say I mean I always I always keep things simple you know I, I, and not academics I, I, my daughters are academics but I, I, I have a laugh 
because I always say, you know, you can take many simple things and complicate them. I do the opposite. I can take complicated stuff and make them simple. I can talk to, you know, street cleaners. I can talk to CEOs of boutique companies. I'm, I'm very blessed. Um, it, I've, I've had to learn. I can converse on whatever level, and everyone's the same to me. They all wake up in the morning and they go to sleep at night. That's it. It's the bit in the middle that's different, and that's the only difference to me. I don't care what colour you are, if you're fat, if you're thin, if you're gorgeous, if you're ugly, it doesn't matter to me. If you're good in here, that's the main thing. Thank you very, very much for your time, Kevin, and for joining us and explaining how anybody can go about writing a book and the system and process that you help provide people with to ensure that their voice is heard and that they can... uh, create authority and impact with their skills and knowledge that they have. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you grow your practice for free. Firstly, grab a copy of how to create a super successful practice plan at marchandmethod.com forward slash grow. And whilst you're there, you can check out the free training that'll help you tackle common problems practice owners just like you face. Thirdly, at marchandmethod.com forward slash grow, you can sign up for my free newsletter where I send out weekly hints and tips. You'll also get links to the podcast, articles and other resources that you might find helpful and inspiring as you grow your practice. And finally, please leave a five-star review so I can access more influential guests and bring their lessons back to you here.